we're excited to give you lots of tips to guide you on the easiest and quickest and safest pathways to successfully migrating to Australia. We're also really excited on this show, we're going to be sharing not only our insider knowledge and expertise to give you hints for safe pathways, but there's of course discounts on professional services and we're going to be working with some education providers. So there's gonna be some offers that will come up along the lines of that. And most excitingly, in the next few weeks or so, I'm expecting that Solvi Migration is going to be launching its own intellectual uh, proprietary software to allow people to guide themselves through the student visa application and to be connected to the right kind of education opportunities with permanent pathways. Hi, I'm Rhea Favole, CEO and founder of Solvi Migration, providing simple solutions for Australian migration. If you want to work, study, or even just vacay in Australia, and you've come to the right place for expert tips on how to stop the confusion and choose the right pathway for a holiday, student visa, or permanent residency in Australia. Join me on Making Australian Migration Easy. As we say in Australia, no worries, mate. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this first podcast. I'm so excited to be bringing you Making Australian Migration Easy. I'm Rhea Favole, and I'm the CEO and founder of Solvi Migration, an Australian immigration legal practice. I work with some amazing colleagues who, on top of my departmental experience working in the immigration department in Australia, they've got their own lived experiences and have many years of professional experience giving migration advice. So we're excited to give you lots of tips to guide you on the easiest and quickest and safest pathways to successfully migrating to Australia. We're also really excited on this show, we're going to be sharing not only our insider knowledge and expertise to give you hints for safe pathways, but there's of course discounts on professional services and we're going to be working with some education providers. So there's gonna be some offers that will come up along the lines of that. And most excitingly, in the next few weeks or so, I'm expecting that Solvi Migration is going to be launching its own intellectual uh, proprietary software to allow people to guide themselves through the student visa application and to be connected to the right kind of education opportunities with permanent pathways, health cover, which you'll need to have as a student in Australia, and then to be able to register successfully for job opportunities in Australia too. We'll talk more about that as the episodes go on. Okay, so we've got three big topics that I would love to discuss in this episode. And the first of those is looking at what your current skills and experience are to try and assess whether or not you already have a pathway to migrate to Australia or what steps you need to take in order to make sure you will qualify for a permanent residency visa in Australia. The next thing that we're going to look at is to consider which particular industries have the quickest migration pathways in Australia at the moment. And thirdly, I will touch on why you might want to consider engaging professional assistance in order to decide on what your migration pathway is to Australia and also to lodge the visa application successfully. So the first topic that we're going to look at today is giving you a little bit of homework and research to start thinking about your pathway to migrating to Australia. So I want you to really have a look, have a look at your resume and have a look at what kind of work experience you already have what kind of job titles it was, what the tasks were, and then any qualifications that you already have. 
um, what country were they in and start thinking about, okay, does that meet the same framework that Australia would re require for skilled migration? There's some other things that you can look at your English language tests. Have you done one yet? If you haven't, are you going to get a high enough score for the occupation that you would like to come to Australia in? Now, I know that IELTS, which is one of the most common English language tests, they have free online tests. So you might be able to do one of those if you haven't done already and at least understand where your English skills are sitting. If you're not from a country where English is the first language and you haven't done education in English, um, you're going to have to have this as a requirement as part of the migration. The next thing that you would need to do is also, if you have studied in Australia, have you studied something that is on the skilled occupation list? So really start understanding uh, about which occupations are available. And also there's different migration programs, which we can talk about in other episodes. Uh, depending on where you are in Australia, if it's regional or in a city, will depend on the other kinds of migration opportunities that you might have. And Australia is actually broken up into a number of different states and territories, and each of them have a migration program where they might nominate people for certain skills and you can get invited for a visa application. So there's quite a bit of research that goes on into, I guess, diving in and really understanding how you might migrate to Australia if that's what you're looking into. Okay, so in considering your skills and qualification, if you already have really clear skills and qualification and they're on a skilled list for Australia, a lot of people might be interested in migrating through what is called the State and Territory Nomination Program. What you need to understand about that particular program, and I know it's really confusing and I will try and break it down a little bit, but the Australian government, that's the federal government, controls the immigration program and each state or territory in Australia will be allocated a certain number of visas. They then get to decide which particular occupations they might invite to invite for a visa. So you're gonna to need to see that you have enough points to meet that particular migration program. And it's quite different in every jurisdiction. So you need to think about quite a few things like where do I think I want to live in Australia? Do I have skills and qualifications that are needed in that area in Australia? And if you're adamant that you want to be in a certain part of Australia and maybe your qualifications are not on that list, are you prepared to study something else that will give you a clearer pathway to migrate to that location? So Solvi Migration, part of the professional advice and assistance that we give as uh, accredited Australian immigration lawyers and migration agents is mapping out your pathway. And because everyone who works in Solvi Migration has such extensive experience, we're able to look at all of your immigration goals, look at your family. Do you have a partner? Maybe they've got skills uh, that's required. Are there any age limits for the type of visa that you're looking at? Are you going to meet those requirements? So we will actually be able to really dive into that for you and your family and assess what's going to be the best pathway um, to get you to where you want to be in Australia and to give you professional legal advice where you will have written advice for what that pathway is. And then if you want our assistance to actually lodge a, a, a visa application that meets all of the requirements, 
and has the best chance of getting the visa granted, we can provide further advice and assistance on that as well. Visa applications in Australia have to be, if you're looking at skilled migration, you need to be doing that on the basis of that particular occupation being on the skills shortage list. So there, it is quite complex and that's where professional advice and assistance can come into play uh, because it can be quite hard to do all of the research and also to understand, I guess, the different government policies because they do change which skills they will offer visas to. I have a lot of experience. I worked in an immigration minister's office. So that's why Solvi Migration has picked the six key industries to share with you that have common pathways that I've seen consistently that haven't changed, no matter which government, which policy is around, that will give you a permanent residency pathway. So today I'm actually going to talk through what those six key industries are so that you have a bit of an understanding where I guess the most straightforward pathways are. There's, there's other migration pathways, but sometimes we can't make it work. These are the ones that have consistently offered opportunities for people to migrate. So the first industry that I'll talk about that is really uh, in, in deep shortage of, of workers in Australia is agriculture. Agriculture is the backbone of um, Australia. It's what provides us with, with food here um, and also is a huge export market for Australia. So there's a definite need in those areas. And some people may choose to come and work in those in unskilled labour positions. So they may take, if they're eligible for it, a working holiday to Australia. And then there's others who may already have a lot of farm or other formal qualification experiences from their home country and they can come and work. For example, uh, roles like uh, uh, livestock and crop farming, irrigation specialists, uh, vet, vets as well. We're, we're short in having uh, people who are qualified vets and vet nurses. Uh, so there's certainly pathways and then we have other labour agreements that some people may come to Australia and be able to work in different regional areas. So Australia actually has a huge shortage in the childcare and education sectors. So that can be right from people working in childcare centres, family daycare centres, um, through to people who are professional teachers working in primary school and high school as well. Um, there's also some academic roles, but I'd, I'd like to focus sort of on childcare workers and teachers. If you're thinking about a, um, a good pathway uh, where at the end of, uh, if you have qualifications that either already work in Australia, there may be a pathway now, or if you are prepared to uh, and you don't yet have the uh, qualifications or work experience, there are courses that you can do in Australia that at the end of it, you will have a migration pathway for permanent residency. So that's another good one to look at. So for example, there are some people who may have some work experience in childcare in their home country but it wouldn't meet the Australian framework. But I have good news for you. We actually have an education partner, EIM Training, and they have campuses on the Gold Coast and also in Cairns, which is in Queensland, beautiful part of Australia, which is where I live. They have a fantastic small campus environment with highly qualified teachers who are able to uh, teach you about the Australian childcare profession. You will also go through work experience programs. So by the end of your qualification, you'll not only have a job, but you will also have a visa pathway for permanent residency to Australia. 
The next one that I wanted to talk to you about was construction. Business is booming. So since uh, we had the lockdowns in, in Australia, the borders are open and things are going up. We have a shortage of housing and that means there needs to be construction done. People who have qualifications like bricklaying, engineering, um, carpentry, plumbers, electricians, they're in high demand. You will need to become licensed in Australia. So that would be something to look at whether or not your current work experience and qualifications allows you to register and get licensed in Australia in that profession. Uh, if not, again, we do have education partners and we'll be able to talk a little bit more about what opportunities you might be able to come to Australia in order to do an accredited course that will get you the license. And then that again, gives you a pathway for permanent residency. Moving on to number four, which is healthcare. Around the world, obviously, we've, we're coming out the other side of the pandemic. So healthcare has been in critical shortage in Australia. Uh, doctors, nurses, and also in other areas like aged care, disability care, uh, there is an absolute need for workers. Uh, there are qualified courses that you can do at the diploma level and at the degree level in Australia to make sure that you meet uh, the actual framework requirements. Otherwise, you may have come from a country where we already have reciprocal recognition of your skills and experience. Uh, you'll need to make sure again that you get registered in Australia uh, and do a little bit of homework to see whether or not your current qualifications will allow you to do that. Uh, if not, we can again put you in touch with uh, an education provider to make sure that you're getting qualified proper quality education that complies with the requirements and you'll have a, a qualification at the end that meets international standards and also most importantly Australian migration requirements. A lot of people will look at these kind of pathways for example uh, we've got someone who completed uh, her nursing qualification in Sweden. Uh, that is a country where we would uh, recognize the qualifications so she now needs to go through a process of becoming a registered nurse in Australia as well. Sometimes people may need to look at doing some further training to transfer their qualification to Australia. Uh, and that's something that again, professional advice and assistance can help you there if you get stuck with the research yourself. Number five is hospitality. And hospitality is one that everyone loves. People love to eat, people love to drink, people like to party. That's what Australia is about. And this industry is booming. There is a shortage of workers and people who have the qualifications and experience. So you might be able to find a pathway if you already have this experience. For example, I've seen people who perhaps had experience for years working in cruise ships. They'd done qualifications whilst working for those cruise liners. That gave them a pathway to come and migrate to Australia and work in restaurants and hotels here. Something to think about. Otherwise, if you haven't yet had that experience and it sounds like something that might be of interest to you, again, you need to look at education opportunities that will meet the Australian requirements to get your skills assessed so that you have another pathway for permanent residency for you and your family. And finally, last but not least, another one which is huge, ICT, so Information Communication Technology. And there are a range of positions under this particular industry and it continues to be in demand. It's, it's a digital economy right now and so things are evolving. Uh, there is tech going on everywhere as people develop and grow and they can't get enough of your skills. Um, there, if you have done qualifications in your country, 
um, have a look at what that is. Have a look at the work experience you've got because you may very well already have a pathway. Otherwise, there are a number of good accredited courses here in Australia, including ones that you can complete in as little as two years. And at the end of that, you are qualified for permanent residency. So one of the important things about trying to navigate and decide your pathway for migration correctly is proper advice. And by proper advice, I mean that someone needs to either be a qualified Australian immigration lawyer, and that means that they're registered to practice in one of the jurisdictions in Australia, or they're an Australian registered migration agent, which is also governed and there's certain qualifications that they have done. Both of those professions are actually the only ones who are legally able to give you advice because it's quite complex and the rules are changing every week. And we will be looking at cases right from the time that we're deciding on your pathway through to before you lodge the application to make sure if there's been any changes, we're able to address that correctly for you. Other people may go to other professionals who say that they can give the advice, but if they don't have that qualification, Sadly, that's where we see some of the issues with refusals or maybe people applying for the wrong type of visa. That's why, in my professional opinion, I think it's a good idea to sit down with someone who is properly qualified to navigate those rules and to come up with a proper strategy for how you can best migrate to Australia. So one of the other exciting things that I'll be able to do is share stories, not only from myself and my experience, but also colleagues that work at Solvi Migration. We have immigration lawyers and migration agents who also have their own migration journeys and then have gone on to successfully qualify and to give migration experience as well. Combined at the moment, we have 50 years of experience in Australian migration practice, which means we're able to give you the best service and advice on how you can do things successfully. So basing this a little bit on my experience in seeing where things didn't go right when I was working, for example, in student compliance. I was aware that there are education providers who perhaps were not properly credentialed or they had courses that didn't meet the standards in order to give someone permanent residency. So with this, we will be actually be introducing you to education providers on the show that actually have good compliance histories, they're accredited courses, and they have pathways to permanent residency once you've completed those courses. So the final thing that we'll also be doing in the show is having discussions. So it's well and good to hear from me, but I also like to bring other people into this. So we'll be talking to some of the education providers uh, and we'll also be talking to industry professionals about the professions, uh, also people who have employed overseas workers, what types of things they're looking for and what their experience is on the other side. And then finally, talking to other people just like you who have already migrated to Australia and been through that journey to share a bit about how they found it and what kinds of tips they would have for you. All right, everyone. So I've given you lots and lots to think about and lots of homework to do, but really excited to be here on the journey with you. So let's just go back over what we need to do. You need to, first of all, have a look at what skills and experience you already have. What are your qualifications? Where have you worked? How long did you work? Did you work there full time? All of these things matter. Do they align with skills that are on one of the skill shortage lists in Australia to give you a clear migration pathway? Start doing your homework and thinking about that. Then the next thing I would like you to look at is your English language skills. 
If you haven't done qualifications in the English language or you're not from a country where English is the, the first language, you're going to need to have an English language test that meets the Australian migration requirements. If you haven't done so already, as I said, jump online to IELTS and you can do one of their free tests just to see where your skills are at. Um, other good news, we do have partners though. If you want to come to Australia and study English, that might be another pathway for you to start your journey here. And then finally, I want you to think about what those key industries are. Do you already have skills and qualifications in those key industries? Or would you like to come to Australia specifically to study in those uh, industries? There is a lot to think about. So I'll leave it over to you. So while I've given you a lot to think about and a lot of homework to do, what I want to assure you is each week we'll be giving you more information. So as you're doing your research and deepening your understanding of the migration pathways in Australia, how to do it successfully, we'll be building upon that. And, you know, feel free to uh, drop some questions in the comments and I'll try and address that in future podcasts. We're really excited to be part of this journey for you. Thank you so much for your time today. And as promised, here comes the bonus at the end. So a lot of people want to plan their migration pathway and they're ready. And we are here to help advise you and to give you professional guidance on how to do that successfully. The best way to do that is to book a consultation. Jump onto our website. That's www.solvimigration.com.au. And the bonus offer that we're going to give to you today is that you will get $50 off that consultation. That's right. And all you need to do is type in 50OFF. That's 50 off and you'll get that. This offer is only available for the next couple of months. So I would jump on as quickly as possible if you're wanting to start planning right now. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Making Australian Migration Easy with me, your host, Rhea Favole. If you're ready to get started on your pathway to Australia, you can book a consultation on our website, solvimigration.com.au. That's solvimigration.com.au. If you've enjoyed the show and have learned a thing or two, please share, rate and review our podcast. Your feedback means the world to us as we try and let more people know the best way to study and work in Australia in a way that sets them up for long-term success. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you later.